The Blokebusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us as well as other fine shows such as The Guy Huddle, Language of Bromance, and Dave's Nerd Compendium at podbros.com and on Twitter at Podbros Network. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Blokebusters Podcast. Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today we are going to be taking on mockumentaries. Mockumentaries. Yes. Yeah. An actual kind of a favorite genre of mine. <laughs> really. Yeah. And by no means will this be an entire comprehensive of the genre. It's <laughs> no. just Paul and I's experience with the genre. Yeah. Um, if we will more than undoubtedly leave some big ones out or you know whatever yeah um, so i mean looking at the this list isn't an a to z yeah thing yeah. just kind of the ones we like the ones you know the, <laughs> the ones we've seen at seen least recently the ones that we're aware of yes. um but real quick um i did just want in case all of you aren't exactly sure <laughs> of what that means uh mockumentary is uh a film or television show uh, in which fictional events are presented in documentary style to create a parody. These productions are often used to analyze or comment on current events and issues by using a fictional set- setting or to parody the documentary form itself. Yeah. Which I really like the, that they're just making fun of the documentary form. Yeah, and, <clears throat> and I would also add on to that that it on top of that you can also just have something that is presented... Mm-hmm. As document, like real documentary uh, they, style, they, they kind of go onto that because they say it can be either comedic or dramatic. Yeah, and uh, that, yeah, the dramatics are docufiction. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So that I mean, there's a couple of things that like I really enjoyed that aren't necessarily they're comedic, but it is no. a mockumentary style. Well, there was a Discovery show a couple of years ago <laughs> that was the mermaid they found the, the mermaid did you see that the, one there was that one and then the and it was done like a, it was really well done yeah <laughs> and they was you know and like at the end they had to be like okay this was fake <laughs> maybe they wanted to do it so it was like the people that believed it and then got annoyed that it wasn't mm-hmm. true maybe they were trying to get rid of those people in their viewership <laughs> like, <laughs> like we, you know, we want people who are like you know more scientific minded and are well, willing to <laughs> I don't know I, I don't need mean to get into something about Discovery Channel but they lost all their credibility <laughs> with, with how they treat Shark Week anymore but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah not as fact based but just fantastical based yeah. I think I'd given the right to do but at least have something to really say like yeah okay stop making now everyone afraid of sharks when only eight people in the world need to be afraid of sharks this year yes <laughs> around yes. that yes I do believe that you know several thousand percent more people die due to toilet seats every year selfies was a big headline yeah selfies killed more people than shark attacks this year I think I saw a post where it was like the top 15 people who died just after taking these selfies this year or something like that. It's like, okay, you've already surpassed it. Well done. 
right. Well, let's uh, get in the DeLorean and hop back uh, to where we were talking about mockumentaries. Yeah, quick quick edit here. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. Leave that in, please. Uh, So, yeah. Anyway, um, get a hold of us on Twitter at Blokebuster. Yeah, Um, you got Facebook. Facebook at Blokebuster. Facebook, Blokebuster, yeah. Yeah. You can find us. All right. And and email us, blokebusterpodcast.gmail.com. There we go. Okay. All right. So... Where would you like to go into this? Well, genre? I I think we should probably start with the one that first leapt to your mind when I mentioned documentary, and I finally got the chance to watch it. The yes. what we do in the shadows, the, the most recent, and I would say I, it's tough to say because it is the most recent, but I would say the. <laughs> Shining example of what a mockumentary should be. At least one of a couple of shining examples. Yes, not not to exclude one that I'm sure everyone's Mm. shouting right now. No, 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 no. (laughs) But really uh, nailed it, I think. Yes. And I have zero facts and figures for these films because (laughs) there's just too many and I couldn't be bothered to look them up. So. (laughs) I mean, opening weekend, 128,000. Uh, well, given gross. that it's a New Zealand film, that was probably just in New Zealand. So. No, that was the U.S. Oh, really? Weekend, 128,000 in the U.S. Hmm. Well, given that it's from the Flight of the Concorde, guys, I, I guess mm-hmm. I can't be too surprised at that. Yeah, and then gross, uh, 6,127,000. There we go, that's more like it. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, this was uh, Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. Yeah, and anyone that has ever... Heard of the TV show Flight of the Concords? Mm-hmm. It basically, I believe, it was a two-series run. Mm-hmm. And when I say series, I'm leaning more towards the English version of series. There was only yeah. a few episodes in the two seasons, as we would say here in America. Yeah. yeah, and they did comedy songs. Uh, the one episode that sticks in my mind is their manager tells them that Peter Jackson has asked them to write a song for Lord of the Rings. So they, they do a full music video of the song telling Frodo not to wear the ring. And then at the end of the episode, the manager has to agree that, yeah, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> Peter Jackson, I don't know. And, and the manager is actually played by, if you've seen what we do in the shadows, the leader of the werewolves, the alpha. Uh, yes, we Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to him in just a bit. But... Um, yeah, that, I just quickly want to say hats off again to you English folks for uh, ending that series. Well, I you know, don't know who was in charge of that, but that that is something I very easily can see getting away from in America that they would have run that premise into the ground for six years. Yeah. Uh, nah. And just, no, you know, just a hardcore group of people would still be watching it, but... Um, yeah, they, they uh, kind of left at the top, which I kind of like. Uh, but yeah, important to note, yeah, Brett, One Brett McKenzie that. was not in this film, though, was he? He Did he appear in this? I didn't see him. Um, I'm not sure, to be perfectly honest. I mean, it, if he did, it wasn't. Yeah. I, I think but, he's uh, he's off doing other things right now. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> what should we say about this one? I don't know. Um I guess I was, uh, before we started recording, I was kind of telling Paul, you know, the, the, the best mockumentaries, at least the, you know, the, the comedic ones, 
are the ones that take themselves completely seriously, at least the subject matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to. Yeah, and that's what I'm referring to. Of course, it's not a comedy if it's just taken, you know, straight on. But the, whatever the subject matter is, vampirism or, you know, butter, <laughs> we're talking. Yeah. Um, uh, or, you know, the Beatles. Um, you, you treat it seriously and then find the humor within. Yeah. And that's really what this does. Well, a, a lot of things, a lot of humor comes from people taking themselves too seriously, which is mm-hmm. where, which is kind of where mm-hmm. some of the humor comes in this. Obviously, for those of you that don't know what, what we do in the shadows is, it's a, a flat in New Zealand where there are one, two, three, four vampires, at least at the start. Initially, yes. Uh, yeah. Four vampires living there. Uh, one of them is Nosferatu, and I, <laughs> I will fight anyone that tells me he is not Nosferatu. <laughs> he is 8,000 years He's old. Peter. <laughs> yes, Peter. And then you've got uh, the three others, and I'm fairly certain they only say that one of them was turned by Peter when they're talking about it, but, you know... Uh, Deacon was turned by Peter. Yeah, yeah. They, the other two mm-hmm. don't specifically say so mm-hmm. you know, take for that what you will and they're going to this secret ball in yes. six month time so a documentary crew has been allowed to follow them and get them ready and so you're, you're seeing the unholy masquerade you're seeing their lives leading up to said unholy masquerade <laughs> and it starts off brilliantly with the first vampire you see Opening up his coffin after turning off the alarm, of course, and slowly rising up, seeing the camera, nice smile, finishing the <laughs> rising up. <laughs> it, it starts off as it means to go on. It's just that slight, like, hi, camera. Oh, just going? that opening sequence of him, like, the, here come the bad accents. <laughs> yeah. This part is always very scary. Yeah. <laughs> He's peeking through the curtains yeah. to just, see if it's night. He yeah. just opens it up. Okay. okay. <laughs> Wake up, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, borderline German, but we'll, we'll go over there. <laughs> well, you know, what, do I, you know what? I would imagine, like, is? Austria. Area, oh, that's pretty, so. Yeah, that's a neighboring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the area. Um, He's going to turn into Augustus Gloop by the end of this thing. <laughs> probably. Uh, but, yeah, I love the layout of all the rules of their world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think, you know, they got a couple... Um, well, have you seen the film Let the Right One In, the Swedish uh, uh, kind of um, tween uh, romance, vampire tween romance? Yeah, I've seen most of the Swedish one, not the remake. Don't don't bother I, with... I'm not going to bother let, with the remake. Let, let Them In, or, let, or yeah. whatever that is called. Or, yeah, yeah who cares? Let Me one. In, I think. Yeah, let, was, yeah. yeah, but yeah, Let the Right One In, which is one of my <laughs> favorite films. Yeah. Um, I don't recall a film scene, or uh, I'm not a huge horror buff, so right. I can be corrected, but that was the first time I remember seeing the rule that you have to be invited in. Oh, so yeah, I you think hadn't seen it? Uh, the Lost Boys. The Lost... Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> I am so sorry. How embarrassing. Okay, so... And the, possibly, right, I, I don't think it was an interview with a vampire. But that wasn't one I really think of first as like a vampire rule. No, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's mm-hmm. definitely something that I think was in the initial law. And then when people started writing the films, they basically were like, 
well, this is going to get boring. <laughs> How about we just ignore it? Ignore it. So, yes, embarrassing for What did they reference uh, Lost Boys, though? What was the reference to Lost Boys? Um, I, it's something about... What uh, we took from the Lost Boys. Wasn't something. it the, tr- the trick with the spaghetti and the worms or something? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yes. from the Lost Boys? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Augustus <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, we're both going to ruin the film for you, as in we're going to tell well, you what's in it, and then we're going to ruin it. sense should have seen the film, yeah. I'm sorry. If you're listening to us talk about a mockumentary, what yeah. we do in the shadows and haven't seen it, yes, go and, see it. And Press then, pause. And then we're going to ruin it for you just because of the accents. Yeah, it? so enjoy it, because you're never going to enjoy it again. Yeah. All right, because you're going you're to hear us every now and again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's just a really well done. Like, they clearly studied... All of these like documentary things, but it kind of, I kind of had a crib style feel to it in the first five minutes as they're going around all the rooms. Like it's my room. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Peter. Yeah, move the vault. And, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps is it. Ooh, what is that? Ooh, what is that about? <laughs> the spinal column. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then, get a broom and yeah. sweep up. And that, that whole day, like, yes, we have a flat meeting. <laughs> flat meeting. <laughs> and yes, I love you. you. haven't done the dishes in five years. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say one thing I wasn't expecting was just how well they did the like the flying and all of that stuff. Like, I would strongly recommend. I, I bought it on iTunes, and the special features are fantastic. <laughs> uh, there's a lot. There's a. The, the commentary is very good. Uh, um, but, yeah, a lot of the... Like, even that little rising out of the coffin trick is kind of explained. That's yeah. very cool. Um, well, that that but, one, yeah, I Yeah, they imagine. kind of talk about their history. Um, all of the artwork is... Most... Well, I wouldn't say all. Most of that artwork you see in the beginning is, yeah. like... 14th century, like right. 14th century, like artwork, like I, I figured the drawings of, of devils was, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was actual mm-hmm. artwork because it, as much as you can attempt to recreate that stuff, mm-hmm. sometimes you just can't. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I love that's the level of authenticity they gave this film. Um, uh, well, they, they had to given it. Uh, one of them was uh, like eight eight thousand years old. Yeah. Like you, you're gonna have really old history there, so you got to have the artwork to go with mm-hmm. it. And, but yeah, I mean, you can't just have goofy, although as at times there are, the whole film can't just be goofy vampires running around no. and, you know, just freaking out about garlic and sunlight. No, yeah. like you have to get to know these people or creatures, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's interesting because I like the idea that these guys are sort of the anomaly when it comes to vampires. Oh, no, it's just like, some live in castles. Well, most actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but some like to live in a flatting situation <laughs> in the secret. Yeah, it, it's... It's <laughs> a really, very dark brooding people yeah. live in castles, yeah. Uh, and like, so, as I was saying, just going back to the graphics and stuff, you've got... I mean, you've got some bits where, it's, obviously, it's wire work, where they're mm-hmm. just kind of up... Yeah. Fighting over the dishes and then they just come <laughs> in the air, which I think is in the trailer. So yeah. it's uh-huh. really well done. And then you've got bits where they they do just fly off, turning into bats, and like that, mm. that's really well done. And then when he's waking up Vlad, and you just open that door, and it's 
like him really far away oh, the wall, yeah, and then shut yeah. open it back up again and it's just the bedroom like, it's, <laughs> that was a cool trick too yeah, yeah just really uh, nice things like that going all the way through so but yeah I, I loved the serious scenes that grounded the film too like yeah. the whole like there aren't a lot of laughs like when when Nick the youngest vampire um I mean up, leading up to that hilarious scene, him trying to get out of yeah. the house, and then oh, Peter got him, yeah. oh, <laughs> and no. you find out that he didn't die. You know, Peter turned him again, yeah. Nick. But the whole like kind of heroin withdrawal comparison, you know, or you know, just whatever, like his his turning, yeah. How they really went into, you know, it, it's pretty rough. Uh, it's not <laughs> and just like throwing up and shaking and like it was handled so seriously that yeah. I was like that must really suck <laughs> turning then, into a vampire must really blow like that yeah and then the uh, the scene in the fish and chip shop where like he, oh, he yeah. has the chips like, are you sure you want to do that like no, no. You know, no. <laughs> and then just like That's a vomit scene that rivals team america maybe. yeah <laughs> as far as ridiculousness yeah. and, and as well i like i don't know how much it's same over here but you know, in England, and I'm sure in uh, New Zealand, mm-hmm. that whole thing of you just saying to the guy like, "You're right," and he just gives you the thumbs up. And he's still throwing up. But then it's <laughs> turned to the camera. Can't even eat chips. It's my favorite food. Can't eat <laughs> chips. I hate being by that. Bullshit! Don't believe the hype. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, and it. Yeah, it, they those characters were so well written. The yeah, way every were. single character, like I don't feel like there was really any extraneous characters. No, um, everyone I, felt flushed out. And he, he, just that bit was like, you know, yeah, we 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 don't tell people the vampire. Like, could you imagine how everyone would react? And it's just vampire, vampire, <laughs> vampire. Something out of the bar. I'm a vampire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and the fan. Well, okay, this is. Spoiler for a bit in the middle of the film. So seriously, Spoiler. if you haven't seen it, yeah. <laughs> the bit where he is talking to someone is like, "Yeah, I'm a vampire." I'm like, oh, really? I'm a vampire hunter. No, you're not. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'll give you my email. I love how that like would have been a little more hit over the head in another movie. Like, ooh, you're going to need to remember this point. But it was yeah. so matter of fact in a little sequence. Yeah. Like, you don't know that's necessarily going to be an important part. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he's gone around just telling everyone he's a vampire. And this one yeah. guy just said, oh, yeah, I'm a vampire hunter. It's like, <laughs> and then, like, he is. He is a vampire <laughs> hunter. And he, he comes back and leads to the untimely demise of Peter. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame. He is pointing his fingers at me. Before. And I'm shaming him. Yes. Yes. He, he, I begged him. I begged him. Oh, God. Yes. Let's move that up to crime number one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, so that one didn't really... Oh, God. We, need, we really need to stop doing this. I want to talk... Okay, we'll talk about... The werewolves that I think we need to move on to maybe yeah. another documentary or All documentary, right. but Re- yeah, Reese Darby, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, as the those leader, werewolves as were the, fantastic. As the alpha male. Uh, <laughs> what are we guys? Werewolves, <laughs> not werewolves. <laughs> werewolves, not werewolves. That yeah. one on his shirt, so bad. Yeah, that, I'm sure I can find one. But. Oh yeah, I'm sure that did. And then uh, again, the way they just bring about it, just like yeah. Just, Tie yourselves to the fucking trees. Like, wait, werewolves, not twelve. Like, yeah, we're changing tonight. That's fine. <laughs> Where are your track pants? <laughs> You're yeah. going to bust right yeah. through those. You've lost them. <laughs> You've lost them. 
<laughs> well, you tie yourself. You know how big you get when you turn that a tree. <laughs> tie yourself to a bigger tree. Yeah. And it, and and of course, like the way that they're, they're clearly trying to tie themselves to trees, so they're yeah. not going to do this. But the policemen are saying, yeah, yeah every month this gets it. They're failing every month <laughs> doing that, yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, it's great. And just. And of course, you had the whole thing like where there's clearly a rivalry between the mm-hmm. werewolves and the vampires. <laughs> and then towards the end, again, spoiler: uh, the human character that is Stu. the the new vampire's <laughs> best friend, <laughs> yeah, Stu, and Stu Ed, yeah, all of the vampires <laughs> in the flat love Stu more than the new vampire. More than they love Nick. Yeah. And then. Yeah, you believe he is ripped apart by the walls, and it turns out no, he is now a werewolf. Oh, so, yes. bridging the gap. Yeah, yes. so they were able to spoiler. get together at the end. And it, yeah, and uh, the one other thing that I thought was fantastically done is the beast. The beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the whole way through, you've got Vlad is. Supremely annoyed at this, the beast, because they hit. They had a battle mm, many centuries ago. <laughs> yeah, he's not as powerful he once was because he's hung up over the beast, mm. and it's his ex girlfriend. <laughs> the beast is what I call my ex girlfriend. He's a very pretty vampire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just. A, oh, it was. It was so. I like. I was so into this documentary, like. I wasn't anticipating that it was just going to be the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Well, the drawings of the beast. Oh, my yeah. God. With, like, the, yeah, the <laughs> genitalia poking out of the, like, stomach or whatever, the yeah. chest. Well, it was odd, yeah. I, I, but I, I think that was also period. period yeah, I, I've seen drawings yeah. like that before. Yeah. That, that was typical of the time. Yeah, right? just a, a devil, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, all over, just superbly made. Yeah. And I wish, I mean, it, the, the sad thing is that movies like this, at least outside of the studio system, are never going to be huge financial successes. Uh, no, probably but the right, not. But in, at least in our current age of VOD and, um, you know, being able to access things, uh, streaming, um, at least this gets to be seen by more people than it would. Like, yeah. I never would have heard of this film if this film came out 20 years ago. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> yeah. it would have just been for New Zealanders and maybe, you know... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll have been... We'll have come up with the idea to do this episode and then we'll be like, well, what's this what we do in the Shadows thing? Mm. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Um, so I, I feel bad. I, I wish more people would see it, but I think, yeah. It has a strong following. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I'm proudly a member of that. So. Yeah, and I, I, I do think that the mockumentary-style films are sort of on the uptake, which is both good and bad, mm-hmm. because, as we know, anything yeah. anything that starts off like as a great little niche thing... Yeah, well, and the market it, gets inundated. Yeah. Yeah. Warning, hipster, mm-hmm. <laughs> hipster words coming here. Like When it gains real popularity... That's when the studios are like, well, let's just stick with this formula, and it's just the same after the same after the same. Mm. Whereas something like this, I think you can't really duplicate this exact thing again. Like you just you need to find no, something it, else. It, it'd to be go so with. transparent that they're trying to do what we do in the shadows yes. with, uh, you know, Frankenstein or wherever you know, wherever direction it'd be, yeah. uh, you know, high school prom or whatever it'd be, whatever. Uh, stencil you lay it on, you're gonna be able to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need to have like a new subject 
entirely. Probably, so. yeah. which, which, you know, I'm, I'm fine with the mockumentary only coming out every now and again just because, you know, you need time to really study the subject. And yeah, this fantastic <laughs> film. Go see it, people. If you haven't already, yes, which probably. you should have by now. <laughs> and yes, and now you can see it with most of it ruined for you if you yeah. haven't. <laughs> yes, there you go. Just like God intended. Yeah. Now, now the, I mean, the good thing about this is, like, even though we've given away plot points I don't think the film is any less for it no I, I could have I mean the scenes I might have been are great upset being told all that but yeah I could watch it and just enjoyed it so yeah, yeah um, so uh, that was our most shining recent example I think yeah. right, um, so okay aside from this film then mm-hmm. what would you have pointed to as an well, example really my first I just have to go with my first introduction into the genre yes. that I can recall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I really do think it was the first, I'd say, quote-unquote, mockumentary that I saw was Best in Show okay. by Christopher Guest, and who I think is clearly the mockumentary, <laughs> mockumentary king. king. <laughs> yes, uh, he is the uh, champion. Um, which, so. of course, you know, then it was just kind of timeline wise I had seen Best in Show first and then went back to see Waiting for Guffman Um, both both amazing movies but Best in Show just once again taking the world of dog showing or whatever (laughs) you know dog shows so so genuinely and sincerely yeah and I mean I'm sure that's what that world is like to an extent (laughs) highly competitive you know yeah, but uh, definitely. Just the yeah, just all the interviews and Christopher Guest himself is just absolutely hilarious in it. Uh, you know, Eugene Levy is amazing in all of his movies. Yeah. Uh, so that was like, oh yeah, like wow, this is like a documentary, but funny. <laughs> like I like that. Like this is all right. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of my first introduction, but I lo- yeah, I loved all of his. I say that that one's been so long since I've seen it that I can't I can't picture it I'm the first one that's when he's throwing up his little oh it's dog yeah Christopher Guest with the Uh, hunter hat oh yeah yeah. I've got two that I kind of point to before I saw what Mm -hmm. we do to shout it yeah the the one which is probably the one most people are familiar with which is this is Spinal Tap? I would say that's probably got the biggest cult following out which, of any documentary which, I've ever seen. Which most people might say was kind of like the first of the modern era. I'd say of mockumentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd mm-hmm. say, I mean, it, it obviously it's been a thing of her uh, first uh, one to really yeah it, hit it, the, hit it'd be a big blip on the radar. Yeah, at, at least over here. Shall yeah. we say mm-hmm. uh, here being America? Just yeah. <laughs> obviously having the English person saying over here, <laughs> it, I kind of feel like John Oliver when he's talking about uh-huh. uh, like hit like here we do this. It's like I don't think you're a citizen yet, John. <laughs> um, but uh-huh. but yeah, so that yeah the whole yeah this one goes to eleven. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, you get to ten. You where make... where do you go? You got you got nowhere to go. Boom, eleven. <laughs> Why don't you just make eleven ten? Yeah, well, well, you, well, made, goes to yeah, but you, you can just make ten louder, and then then that's all you need to do. Just go out to ten. But this goes to eleven. So <laughs> yeah, just uh, yeah, yeah. I can pretty much watch. Yeah, Fan, just fantastic. I, I, I didn't get to see it until like six years ago or so. Because really? okay. uh, like, again, growing up in England, it wasn't really on TV that much. So yeah, you know, it, it was something I actually ended up 
searching for and watching myself but uh, yeah just mm-hmm. re- really well done got some fantastic mm-hmm. acting fantastic improvisation from everyone involved uh, had Harry Shearer of The Simpsons fame yeah Harry Shearer <laughs> who's in a lot of the Christopher Guest movies we should say this is directed by Rob Reiner yes. uh, Christopher Guest wrote and starred in yeah. uh, but it also has Michael McKeon who's part of that kind of troupe uh, yeah, yeah just just Loads of all the people you would expect to be mm-hmm. in these things. Bruno uh, Kirby, yeah, excellent. And then the the other one that I have that I like to point to, uh, this one is not so much the comedy. I mean, there there is kind of some humor in it, but it's a dark humor because it, it's actually uh, set as a horror film as mm-hmm. such, which is Behind the Mask: The Rise of Leslie Vernon which I'm sure I've mentioned before. I don't know if I've gone into it. And it, the way it works is that uh, it's it's set as a documentary in in this world. It, it's on Earth and all that, but uh, in this version of Earth, every single serial killer from films, so Freddy Krueger, Mike Myers, and Jason, they all actually existed. Okay. And this guy is training to become the next big killer the Leslie Vernon character mm-hmm. who's gonna one night will have killed all of these kids and this documentary crew is following him during his training and a lot of what it is is pointing out the tropes of horror films mm-hmm. and kind of having fun at it like there's there's one scene where he's doubled over at a tree after he's gone for one of his many runs in his training they're saying like why do you do this and he says like do you not pay attention like all of these kids they're running they're running for their life and you've got to be right behind them all the time and like, you can't be doubled <laughs> over you got to be just following them all the time yeah. like, it's 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 backbreaking work all this stuff hmm. and you know he, he yeah. got there's a point where they go and visit a previous serial killer who's there with his wife having lemonade on the veranda talking about, like, oh yeah, well I think you should do this. Like, if you're going to do that, that'll be a good idea. <laughs> and then at the end of the film, when it comes time to actually do it, there's a point where the film crew say, we can't let him do it, and then they put down their cameras and it becomes a horror film for the last like 20 minutes. So it, it's fantastically done. And I... I enjoy with Robert England in there. Himself. Yeah, Robert England is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is not in it as Freddy Krueger. He is mm-hmm. in it as someone trying to Doc stop Howard. him. <laughs> uh, Scott Wilson from Walking yeah. Dead fame. Yeah, and, and it also has uh, as the librarian uh, an, an old woman in it who I believe is mm-hmm. the woman Sad. who says this house is clear in. Uh, mm. But I, I am. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't picture. I can't picture who it is. So I apologize for that right now. But when you <laughs> see the film, you'll know. <laughs> and yeah, so that those two, you got the comedy one and then the horror one, and they're, they're both just so meta that I, I love them. Yeah, that's one that definitely uh, I was not aware of. Yeah. I think maybe yeah. I just maybe in name only, but yeah. didn't really know what it was. No, exactly. Yeah. I, I I can't recommend Behind the Mask enough, and really? I, I'm not referring. Do you to think the, the six point eight meta score is low? I think or it you is. Think that's pretty close. Okay. I mean, I I would say um, 
I'd probably go for like a seven, like mm. seven, eight in that area. Like, uh, yeah. so I mean, yeah, definitely enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Good yeah. recommendation, Paul. Well, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the the mockumentary style I, I find really interesting. Obviously, I've mentioned several times before. I'm a big mm. fan of meta humor. So mm-hmm. anything that is poking fun at something while being that thing. Yeah, I love anything, yeah, self-aware or, yeah, that's either making fun of the style or just, or the subject matter itself. Yeah. Yeah. And now, there's a, there's a couple of things as I was looking through. Um, there's a film, I believe it was DreamWorks, they did a mockumentary okay. called Surf's Up. Did they now? Yeah. It's a documentary of a penguin that wants to become a serpent. It it done as a documentary. It's so an animated mockumentary. Yeah. It is twice over fake. Yeah, it it was it's doubly fake. I, I didn't think about it until I was uh, looking mm-hmm. it up, but yeah, I, I don't like it's I wouldn't have thought of that, but hmm. I, I don't know how that happened. And it's it's a kids film so maybe it's a way of getting kids used to that idea i don't know yeah I know. <laughs> that's really odd 2007 yeah zoe deschanel yeah uh, uh, brian is gonna go and find it now well I mean, she's just a voice so you know uh got napoleon dynamite and jeff bridges james woods yeah, I mean, look, yeah. so good, Surf's good up. voices. So was that like kind of mixed in? Like, I don't know the timeline with like Madagascar and like uh, I would imagine Penguin so. Yeah, it, whatever I, else. I, I yeah. think this was sort of the same time as Happy Feet. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes um, sense. And that's that's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, I just said penguins. <laughs> yeah. You know penguins. the movie Penguins. <laughs> I know much of the penguins. <laughs> no, just. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's not complicate things for the kids. Yeah. Just here's some penguins. Um, oh, the next one, lions. <laughs> I'm I'm sort of surprised they haven't just done a penguin. <laughs> lions. At some point, there. Cats. That's yeah. just these, I, I'm going to be in the yeah. I'll be in the, the uh, marketing. I was saying they, they have <laughs> Wally. I mean that's uh-huh. that is just the main character's name with your titles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. koalas. Yep. Finding Nemo. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You got the... Fish. Yeah, just call that movie Fish. <laughs> just fish just find simplify. fish. Yeah, just simplify it. Uh, yeah, okay, Surf's Up. Another good one. All right, um, I'm not sure our class about... is as good. Well, oh, not, well, okay. Well, right, it yeah. has the same Metascore as uh, Behind the Mask. Huh. But Metascores are, mm, I yeah. think, widely unreliable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. For the most part. Um, let's. Should we talk about maybe the... I don't know. I guess I would call this the downside of mockumentaries. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> um, something that, if we were talking about our other uh, podcast, the FMK, I think we would F these documentaries. <laughs> I think kill. I mean, kill these. Yeah. Uh, of, of course, I'm talking about, sorry for anyone to alienate Borat and Bruno. <laughs> um, yeah. Films I'm... that, well, at least the first we can say took the world by storm the first time around. Yeah, I mean... Because, like... granted, it was like a, a, a humor, and I'm putting that in quotes, uh, that really yeah. hadn't been on film before much. No, I mean, or... it, somewhat yeah, in the no. way of like the jackass guys, but taken to then just 
the tenth degree of that. Yeah, I uh, I I saw Ali G in the house, which mm-hmm. was uh, his feature length film based on the the TV show that he had, and that was one of the characters on it. Yeah, starring Martin Freeman actually, among mm-hmm. others, and that one was enjoyable. It, it, <laughs> it was this guy who was just incredibly stupid, ending mm-hmm. up as an MP. And he's being used, so he's trying to figure out how to get back at it. Like, fairly standard story, worked quite well and done very well, and then Borat. Mm-hmm. And I saw the first, I think, ten minutes of it, and I was like, this just isn't for me. This is not... Then I enjoyed it the first time. Okay. Um, but, I mean... I'm going to try to rationalize this by saying right. um, it was a crowded theater very close, I think, to opening weekend. And so you have that comedy vibe in the room. Okay. You know, so that kind of helps with things. And uh, um, But yeah, because usually I'm not a fan at all of the kind of hidden camera comedy or, or, or when jokes are at people's expense that they aren't aware that they're the joke. Like, yeah. that usually makes me very socially uncomfortable and awkward and just makes me feel icky. Well, uh, and that's the whole movie, so you're saying, why would you like that? Well, well there's know. that. And then also there's the question of exactly how much of it did they not... Yeah, how like, much was produced, yeah. you know, I mean, say. There's a bit at the end, I believe, again, still haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but uh, with Pamela Anderson. Yeah. And that whole thing of like, well, no, she clearly didn't know what was going on. It's like... No, he wasn't arrested. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was no trial. Yeah, there was no. yeah, and it, no story about him. Yeah, and, assaulting her or and based on what I heard from people talking about it, like it's not like the bodyguard do anything really. Like mm-hmm. he's, so yeah, no, that yeah. So I, I, I mean, uh, very thinly rides the line of mockumentary. I think because it is, yeah. I think, so clearly manipulated. I, mean, uh, I, I would, I would almost argue that it isn't. Uh, mockumentary and just it's more just just the character that's all it is the film is just <laughs> the character there's mm-hmm. not it and it's just shoving him in situations if this was done like solid camera mm-hmm. like then I think it's just different like, it, mm-hmm. I, I kind of don't want to put it in with the rest of the <laughs> film but, either, yeah, but I have zero desire to ever see it yeah. again because it, it's just it's a sparkler. Once it's out, it's out. It's, yeah. And, and unfortunately, it it does fit the criteria for mockumentary. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are Talking Heads interviews. Yeah. Um, not so much. Maybe not Talking Heads, but definitely like two sets, like two yeah. shots of him, you know, interviewing the humor coach or whatever, you know. Right. But yeah, it is set up as a documentary. Yeah, I mean, it. You could almost say it's a kind of. Modern Family yes, type thing. Like there are some straight to cameras, and <laughs> mm-hmm. then there are some just following. Or, or the office, yeah, things yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, um, <laughs> and then I didn't even bother with Bruno. So <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry if you're fans, but I don't. I think Paul and I are yeah. <laughs> clearly on the record. As yeah, it, it's anymore. not not a film. It's not aimed at us. Uh, and that's, no. that's not to say that because of what Bruno's supposed to be that we're not it's just that that humor is not us <laughs> so yeah I just, yeah. yeah I think I was uh, just kind of drinking the Kool-Aid the first time around yeah. so <laughs> I'll, I'll let myself off yeah. <laughs> but yes I have woken up to the reality of <laughs> boring yeah. right. do you right. know what uh, one prostitute in all of COVID 
It, do you know what else I would um, I would put in that list as well? I mean, I'm, I'm sure mm. you would agree. Uh, the Paranormal Activities. I class mm. those as mockumentary. I know that they're technically found footage, but what it is is someone has put together this serious found footage from mm-hmm. all of the stuff and is presenting it as factually what happened. That sounds like a mockumentary to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I <laughs> think it's, it's more on the found footage side. Yeah, but, and it... Uh... I, I think the found footage is an offshoot, don't think. Because, like, if it was a, if it was a documentary done where it's like, here's all of this footage that we've shot of what happened, mm-hmm. like that's still a documentary. It's also CCTV footage, but like, <laughs> so it, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I, I just want them to go. <laughs> just get rid of those, please. But no, yeah. they're going to keep churning them out. We're going to get to More. 15 before they start losing money. Sure they yeah, they make probably like two or three a year, it seems like. Yeah. I, well, know. It's, <laughs> I know it's probably like one a year, but it feels like more. Yeah, it's unfortunately so cheap to make that they're able to just do them and do them. Yep, and they will make their $30 million, yeah. and they'll make them for seven or eight, yeah. <laughs> and they'll make money, and that's it. Well, yeah, the, fir- the first one was, what, 100000 if that, mm-hmm. and it made so much. But yeah, now they can afford to throw a few million into them and yeah. they'll look better and they're, they're still going to profit you $25 million and <laughs> they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Someone with integrity. That's <laughs> okay. Us. That's it. <laughs> because we aren't in that position. But yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, were there any others you wanted to discuss? Uh, but not in that side. Um, <laughs> but And then uh, there was one that I... I completely forgotten about until I was looking this up uh, you probably won't have heard of it it's called Mike Bassett England Manager no yeah, um, I bet you I'm not alone <laughs> no yeah yeah I, I'm sure almost the entirety of America has never heard of this film and what it is is this guy played by Ricky Tomlinson I believe is the name and he is Mike Bassett who is this fan of the England football team and through some freak of circumstance, he has made the new England manager. And it's his fight to have England go back to the England football team, go back to the way that he believed the England football team should be, like the old 4 4 2 format, which means nothing to most American people that don't I really know, follow yeah. soccer, but if you follow four, soccer... Four center, four mid, and two defenses mid. Yep. So, <laughs> and it, it's something that won the 1966 mm-hmm. World Cup, and it's something that obviously he firmly believes that that's the way you need to go, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's it's really well done, and I, I didn't even realise it was a mockumentary at the time of watching it, because I was just watching it, but now that thinking back on it it's like well yeah it, it's talking heads like mm-hmm. that. Uh, a lot of interviews a lot of shaky cam footage is there filming the guy it it was really well done and I think something that is very underappreciated at this point I would recommend people see it if you can given that I feel I think I just saw you fail to find it on IMDB which means uh, IMDB <laughs> has not heard of this movie <laughs> so yeah yeah so yeah, I, I think I think it's something that will be difficult to find, but should you find it, and through whatever means you wish to find it, it's fine by us. I really don't care. Um, 
then uh, yeah, do please do at least attempt to give it a okay. watch if you if you got the time. I think just a couple more honorable mentions, then we'll get out. Yeah, um, I just I wanted to uh, give a shout out to the Ruttles, uh, oh, the, the, Ruttles, the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, All you need is cash. With Eric Idle. Um, yeah, so check out any of those. There's a few of yeah. them, I believe. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, that like the Ruttles is for those of you that are completely unaware of them obviously it's it is making fun of the Beatles as you said and it is made by Eric Idle yes so if you like some Monty <laughs> Python yeah there's some Pythons in there yeah. and, and it is making fun and of course if you want to actually know exactly what they're making fun of do go and see A Hard Day's Night which yeah. is the Beatles making fun of the Beatles <laughs> like there is one scene where one of them is taking a bath and then when they they call out to the others, and then all three of the other members get out of the bath, mm-hmm. like they're all hidden mm-hmm. under the bath and get in out through it. Like it's yeah. it's a psychedelic trip version of the Beatles, <laughs> <laughs> right, and of course, great Beatles songs in it. So. Of course, yeah. So yeah, I need to um, look into those more. Um, <laughs> one of my I, I'm a huge Woody Allen fan, and one of my favorites of his um, outside of Annie Hall of course is Take the Money and Run have you seen this one Paul? I have not I actually I've only seen one Woody Allen film oh, not in, and when I say Woody Allen film uh, I don't mean film with Woody Allen in it I mean Woody Allen made film because of course I have seen Ants so <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen that one uh, but yeah no, I, I've only seen the one Woody Allen film and I've forgotten what it is <laughs> uh, Match Point uh, no, Misdemeanors no, uh, it, it was, Mighty Aphrodite yeah, yeah. No, Bolts it, over Broadway. No. Uh, it it was uh, 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 Midnight in Paris. No, it was last year. That's all I can do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tell right. you, what, you you um, continue to talk about the film, and I will let you know what film. No, it was. there's nothing. Um, yeah, I'm not going to buy you enough time here because I don't have much to say. But uh, take the money and run is just something you need to watch. It, it's if you if you love Woody and this one you've missed, just go back and check it out because it is. Very close, I would say, to a documentary, um, if not so. It's the life and times of Virgil Starkwell. Uh, he's a bank robber who's not very good at bank robbing, right. and, <laughs> of course. And it's just so perfectly played. Uh, like once again, just the the sincerity of right. the character <laughs> in a comedic, you know, background is just awesome. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just Woody, 1969, like, pretty much in his prime, I would yeah. think. Yeah, and yeah. and I just found it, uh, Magic, Magic and the Moonlight. And the uh, you know, yeah. Colin yeah. Firth, Emma Stone, and mm. some other people. So, That's the only one you've ever seen. <laughs> That's the yeah. only one I'd ever seen do it. And I didn't even know it was directed by him until the credits started rolling. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, good. I think uh, me and Jamie rented it. Well, he it. has the reverse credit. Yeah. Yeah, we, we rented it, and we just we were like, do you want to see it? Okay, sure. And then we watched it, and the credits were that's a Woody Allen film. Yes. I've seen a Woody Allen film now. <laughs> well, I would recommend more. Yeah, I'd I, recommend Annie Hall. I'd I, recommend Sleepers. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'll see more. I just... Or Sleeper, I'm sorry, not Sleepers. Right. Sleeper. Which yes, is Sleepers is probably something else. <laughs> no, Sleepers is Kevin Bacon and, uh, yeah. There we go. I was correct. Yeah. It was <laughs> quite a different film experience. If yeah. you've seen Sleepers, a little bit of a downer. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm now going to list off this. We had the most response to this than anything else. Really? I've uh, so, Rogue Squadron podcast, uh, great bunch of guys there. They said 
all the Christopher Guest films are their oh, favourite yeah. mockumentaries. Free <laughs> oh, consideration is, eh, yeah. it's okay. We've got uh, Gizmonic Institute, otherwise known as At C-A-E Bling, mm-hmm. said Best in Show. Absolutely. we uh, got Cat Kasasa, or At K-C-A-S-A 7131. Mm-hmm said all you need is cash and this is spinal tap they never get old i can watch them over and over and they're still hilarious and yep definitely <laughs> that is correct and i also put out to several of the other podcasts that we have here and this will be retreading but the last row podcast said this is spinal tap is their favorite classic characters and great music uh the ab film review said best in show is great their personal favorite and Tony Southcott said, What we do in the shadows is amazing. It's a bit newer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit newer. <laughs> and, uh, and An the, opinion and a fact. <laughs> yes. And the Film Real podcast actually came up with something from uh, a, a little while ago on English TV. Bad news by the cast of Comic Strip. Okay. And, yeah, Comic Strip, just in case you don't know, was an old... TV show in England where a bunch of the really big comic names at the time, people from The Young Ones, uh, French and Saunders, you had Rowan Atkinson and a bunch of others in there, and they just did all this stuff, and they did one called Bad News, which I have yet to see, but if it's anything like their other stuff, I really want to see it. So, there you go, and that was everything we got back, so yeah, that definitely mockumentaries are apparently quite popular at least on twitter <laughs> yes just make them good ones yeah. <laughs> all right so yeah, i i don't think i have anything else to add i certainly don't uh, no, no. I, I think at the end just uh, go see all the ones we talked about mm-hmm. with the exception of the ones we told you not to go and see and, and we just need this film crew out of here that's filming us do this podcast oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, we we should have done, done this as characters. Next time. Well, I've been Paul. And I've been Brian. Yeah, bye. bye.